I'm Jim. And I'm Emily. And we're, we're the, the Summers, Summers family. family. She works in an office. And he runs the home. Together, we're raising our four kids with an emphasis on family, adventure, and the arts. Welcome to the Summers Time Podcast. Okay, welcome to a, another episode of the Summers Time Podcast. Uh, we hope you've enjoyed the first two you've heard. We want to just keep trucking along here. So, and why don't you tell us what we're going to be talking about this episode? So this has been a really important part of our relationship, and that is date night. Yay. Date night. Um, so for us, there were many, many years that we questioned whether or not we should have one. Mm -hmm. It was like, oh, we haven't been on a date in a long time. Um, you know, we might do one once a month, um, but we didn't we didn't really prioritize it. And frankly, I thought it was frivolous. Um, so for, for a long time, it was get it in where you can. And several years ago, we shifted our mentality on it. So today we wanted to talk about why we started prioritizing date night. And mm -hmm. it may sound obvious, but, um, it's actually a really good discussion topic. Um, so why we started prioritizing it, um, some of the, things that we look for in a date night, um, and the impact that it's had on our family. So date night, date night. And the, the title of the episode is date night. Yes or yes. And I, you kind of came up with that. And I, I liked that because it's uh, a little bit of a play on words, but I think it, it has a really strong meaning too, where it's kind of like, you got to do this. It's, it's something that if you are together, either as a couple married or otherwise, we both think it's important to keep that alive, the relationship going. You need to take a break from the daily grind of work and of kids and of home stuff and activities and everything else you can imagine. You got to take a break and bring it back to what brought you here in the first place. And that is both of us. I heard someone say recently, or they asked the question, are you a kid's first family or are you a couple's first family? And I thought that was an interesting way to pose the question. We've always said to ourselves that we're a couple's first family, and that may sound horrible to many people out there um, who it would could, say- that's true. Yeah, that they maybe prioritize their kids first. And it's not that the kids aren't a huge, huge priority, but the way we've always viewed it is that our relationship is the foundation of what right. makes the whole family tick. And if it didn't start with us and, um, you know, how we are together, there wouldn't be the they, kids. The kids wouldn't be here. Yeah. I mean, um, it's kind of a simple concept to us and maybe to others, but um, yeah, go ahead. You you have to nurture that foundation and not just expect that it's always going to be what it always was. I think that's such a misconception is that you get married and then you go, okay, coast, things yeah. have been great. And the big thing about date night to me, and it has impacts in a lot of other areas too, is that it's all about not being complacent in your marriage and making sure that you're finding time to connect just one-on-one -on -one versus um, constantly having the kids around. So we've definitely prioritized our relationship as vital to the health of our family. And um, we see a lot of great impacts with the kids because of that. So here we are on a Thursday night. It's about nine o'clock. I've been traveling for the past couple of days. You've been home with the kids. Mm -hmm. And 
for me anyway, this is late, um, despite the hour and despite being tired from travel and you being tired from everything throughout the week, we are making time for our podcast date night. So you guys are experiencing a bit of a date night real time. One of the reasons we wanted to do this podcast was because we thought it would be a good way to kind of get a date night in. So yes, to your point, we are date nighting in real time. One thing I wanted to touch on that you had mentioned a little earlier that I I think is kind of funny when it happens, but I, there's times when I get kind of down in the dumps or I get agitated and I'm, I make no bones about it. I'm pretty visible when I'm not happy or whatever, and you can tell. And there's been a few times when you've said to me, do we need to do a date night? Do we need to go out? And it's it sounds kind of corny at times, certainly if I'm not in a good mood, I don't think of it as funny, but I look back now and I think... It is kind of funny because it's actually probably what I really do need. I need a break from the stuff that I'm doing. And ultimately, you'll need a break from the stuff that you're doing. And so the date night is a great way, whether it's doing a podcast, going out to a restaurant, going to a movie, going out with friends or whatever it may be. It's a really good way to reset. I jotted down a few things that that I wanted to kind of just bring up here and there. And one of them was that the thing that kind of popped to me is that it's a good way for us and maybe for others to get caught up with each other's personal lives when, you know, we talked about the weekly conference. So this kind of coincides where that was almost more of a business strategy. Like, okay, what do we have to do for the week? What are the kids doing? How are they doing? How are you doing? Whatever. This is another way to kind of in a more nonchalant way, just say, what's up? Like, let's just talk. What's fun. What do we have to look forward to? So Number one, so say this is like kind of the first big takeaway is you have to be really careful that your date night does not turn into a business conversation. The right. how are you is is a great topic, but it can swiftly turn into the most comfortable topic of the kids or you default back to it. The daily grind and you really have to like if you were going on a date with your spouse or with, you know, whoever, think about how you were on your dates in the beginning of your relationship and the energy that you brought to that. And that's what you want to bring to your date night, not a business conversation. So when we started noticing that trickling in, we kind of set some boundaries on date night. And we said, okay, if we need to have a business conversation, that's either going to happen during the weekly conference, episode one. Yeah, um, go back and listen. <laughs> or um, we can set aside like, <laughs> this is going to sound so dorky, but a business brunch. <laughs> We've, <laughs> We've done, done it. Done We've it. done business brunches. It, it does sound dorky and it can feel a little like that when you're doing it. But to be honest, when you're in the mix and you're actually, it really is. I think if I recall, because we haven't done one in a little while, but if I recall correctly, we were kind of, it was more of a financial thing almost. It was where we would talk about the finances like hardcore. And I know many of you out there probably feel the same way. Finances was one of the harder things to talk about in a relationship because let's be honest, we all have our own ways of thinking about finances, of dealing with finances. I can tell you straight up, I'm not the financial person in our relationship. That doesn't mean I'm an idiot, but I definitely don't ma- manage money as well as you do or or as the same way as you do. So sometimes we've talked about it and I get a little agitated because I'm like, why don't we have this? Why don't we have that? Why are we you know, off here and off there or whatever? It's because I don't know everything that you know and I'm just reacting. So those these conversations can be a little tough, but when you can set aside a time to say, we're going to go out to this restaurant at nine in the morning and we're going to do a breakfast brunch or a a business brunch 
and you know what you're going to be talking about, you can set yourself up for it versus just randomly talking about it on a Tuesday evening when you come home from work and you're not feeling it and I'm flustered from the the kids or the day or whatever and then we get into an argument because we're talking about money so that's another good tactic there one of the reasons that we did breakfast brunch aside from the cute alliteration is that we wanted to make sure alcohol wasn't involved in the conversation oh that's right we were talking about (laughs) serious things we just wanted to make sure that we didn't get wonky because um, it can and, happen yeah, yes. at each other's throats because alcohol was involved so that was another reason that we did that but back to date night yeah the, the first the point the first point is leave your family businessy type of conversations for Behind. another time yeah have this be about having fun together right one thing we like to do uh that's pretty typical we know we got to dinner and have uh, you know have some food but then after that, um, I like the fact that we go to a, a local bar or whatnot and play some slots and have another drink and just kind of act like we don't really have a care in the world. Because at that moment, as long as the babysitter is okay with the kids at home, we don't really have a care. And that's that's the whole point is that we're kind of, I like the way you said it earlier, it's kind of like revisiting what, go back to what you were doing when you were dating. When you first dated, when you were first married before kids, certainly when you're dating, you were kind of trying to impress each other. And trying to have fun and think of different ways. I mean, I remember you and I lived in the city. This was before kids. Lived in the city. And one time we thought, let's rent a scooter and scoot around Chicago and just have fun. Scoot around, go to restaurants. And and we didn't have a care in the world. And it was great. And we used to go to um, hockey games, local hockey games and other games like that. And it just it was just kind of stuff that would come to our mind that doesn't come to our mind now because our minds are, you know, let's be honest, our minds are cluttered with things that we have to do, whether it's work, home-related, kid-related, activity-related. So that's the concept is kind of revisit what that was as best you can. So that's a good transition into the second takeaway, which is try to come up with new and unique experiences and try to have them be active. Mm -hmm. So you can always default to going to a restaurant and it's a fun thing to do and it's great to experiment with new food or maybe it's a place that you go to all the time and it's familiar but just like when you first start dating and you're coming up with new experiences to have together right that really keeps the spark alive in a relationship we love doing like a 4:30 nine holes of golf oh yeah some twilight golf love that that's um, fun we went rock climbing one time yeah yeah that, that was, was recent that was a few months ago yeah. um but anything that you can do that's a little bit unusual really explore um i think when your body's moving when you're trying something new it it zaps some fresh energy into yourself yeah. into what you're bringing to your relationship so those are always the best to me yeah. So third uh, point that we wanted to make is you don't always have to do the most expensive dates. So hello, this True. is a free day right now. The kids are sleeping. Yeah, I'm just I'm trying to think. I mean, some of the equipment we're using, I paid for a long time ago, but yeah, we're not paying for anything right now. So we've also done things where we've gone for walks. We've gone, we live by a uh, river and we've gone down by the river, maybe had a drink down there or we've done, yeah. a, you know, things that are definitely, they don't, they don't cost money. So, and you can do it any time of day. doesn't have to be just at nighttime. Um, but really any time that you can set aside a couple of hours to connect. So just wanted to make sure we made that point that, you know, this is for sure. I mean, we definitely look at, we do spend 
money on spending time together. And we have gotten to the place where we look at it as an investment in our relationship. Yeah, you've said that. I like that. I think that's a good way to put it. But it doesn't always have to cost you. No, and that's another way to be creative. Uh, you know, like you said, I mean, it's it's a it's a way to kind of think. Well, how can I do something that's fun outside the box and not having to spend money? But along those lines as well, I mean, that the topic is date night. But you just kind of touched on something. It might be during the day. You just like find a time to kind of set aside some time for yourselves. And sometimes the kids can be with you. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna branch out a little bit there. Date night or date time for a couple is very important. But sometimes you can also include the kids. Like you said, if you have a creative idea, the kids can have fun. You can still enjoy each other as a couple, similar to how you did when you were dating or first married, um, but you still have your kids with you. So it, it's all about being creative and kind of using the old noodle up uh, up top and just thinking like, well, what can I do that will make me have fun, make my significant other have fun, and and just enjoy it? Because as you and I both know, and, and you said, we're Thursday night podcasting right now before you came down here you're dealing with a tough thing at work right now and we're like let's set aside this time and make sure that we do this and i remember asking you i said are you sure you know you're good to do this he said yeah let's do this this is a good time for us we're going to talk about it take your mind away from work and we're not spending anything we're not at a restaurant we're doing something a little more creative which is exactly how this got started technically well let me back up we started the concept in october but we launched the first podcast on Valentine's Day this year. That was our date. I, and I kind of put that out there on Facebook and I teased to the fact that we were going to have a first episode. I said, we didn't do our typical, or rather we didn't do the typical go out to dinner Valentine's date night type of thing. And we did this. We said, let's let's launch our first podcast. And, and um, then here we are, third episode in. I think that date night is really good for the kids to see too. It's good for them to see. Yeah. For what sure. it means to nurture a relationship and to to overuse this word, but not to be complacent. And I think it's good for them to see that we care about each other and that we um, mm-hmm. are really intentional about committing time to each other. And, you know, this, this might sound a little bit crazy, but sometimes I do think when the kids are the focus of everything all the time, not only can that be can that put them in a position to expect that focus all the time? Yeah. But I also think to some degree that can be a lot of pressure on the kids that your whole life and world is about them. Right. And I always have had this vision that when our kids leave to go to college, they become adults that you and I recognize each other, that we Mm -hmm. look at each other. Remember who we were, who we're with. Yeah. That we, know things about each other that we're not lost and that we're excited, still excited to spend time together versus lamenting that we don't have the kids around anymore I, for our focus. Yeah, I totally agree. And that that's also maybe a slightly different topic as well, but I do want to continue on that because I think that's a very good point that, you know, I I'm with you. I don't, when, when our kids go to school in a, in a few years time, <laughs> more than a few I don't want to be lamenting. That's a good word. I don't want to be lamenting the fact that they are leaving. So if you go back to our first episode when we talked about family values or our values, one of the core values was sense of adventure. Mm -hmm. And the obvious sense of adventure is traveling to places and having a pioneering spirit. 
But there's also importance in having a sense of adventure in your relationship. And I think that plays into that idea that if you constantly feel like you're exploring new things together mm-hmm. and that you're adventure buddies, that ideally when you do get to that stage that your kids are moving on, it doesn't feel so much like an ending. It's a, a continuation. Yeah. Or a new beginning. There's not what do we do now? It's like either you continue doing what you were doing, only sans kids, or like you said, it's a new beginning where you're like, all right, we've kind of done that part. Let's move on. And I, I think that's kind of my personality anyways. I think I stated in the first episode that I'm kind of a checklister person. Like I like to, to mark things off a checklist. And I think that kind of goes with my whole life in general, which is kind of weird to say, but I'll probably be that guy that when our kids, certainly when Ellie, our last kid, goes off to school, I'll be in my head, I'll be checking that box. We did it. Kids are off to school. Now, eventually it'll be, we did it. We're empty nesters. Like our kids are off on their own. They don't need our help with anything per se anymore. And I don't, this is might sound a little cold to some people. I don't particularly think that I'm going to feel this deep sadness Yeah, I'm sure I'll be emotional that our kids are leaving the house to go to school and then leaving the house for good to live on their own. But that'll be a fleeting moment for me, I think. And I know I'm I'm sure I'm going to have people listening to this that are going to say, yeah, right. You know, he'll be bawling like a little baby or whatever. Okay, we'll see. (laughs) I just don't think I'm going to do that. I think I'll be sad for a minute and then I'll move on and I'll be happy and I'm going to be excited to, to, to do what you and I have always liked to do and to kind of bring it back full circle to go out on dates. And it doesn't necessarily just mean go out to a restaurant. It'll be, where should we travel this year? Well, let's go to Hawaii, you know, or let's go to England or whatever, you name it. Let's go skiing. Let's make sure we go skiing this year. Let's make sure we get up to Canada, you know, this, that, and the other thing. And it's, it's, those are the things that I really am looking forward to kind of an all encompassing date night, quote unquote. Something that's been interesting that has transpired because of the kids seeing our dates, I believe, is that they have requested one-on-one dates or they get really, really excited about when it's the daddy-daughter dance. Our daughter had... (laughs) She had... She had her daddy-daughter dance. We have to do it like a sideshow story on this. So she had her daddy-daughter dance last week. And she has been, she, her words, looking forward to this all year long. Yeah. <laughs> all year. Putting a lot like of pressure on dear old dad there. 365 <laughs> days of the year. She's oh, been looking forward to this for a year. I believe it 100% too. And she was so excited and spent so much time getting ready. And for days leading up to it, was talking about what she was going to wear as you were, which the interesting the interesting piece about this is the theme of the daddy daughter dance oh, was under go. the sea. I know where this is going. Go <laughs> ahead. <laughs> the theme was under the sea. And even Jim, like, you know, Lily's like, oh, you know, what am I going to wear? Can you help me pick something? She out? was cool as a cucumber. She was, I'm like wigging out. Like, what am, I, what am I going to wear? I don't know what to wear to this. <laughs> wear, and I haven't I been said, to a dance since I was a I high school. I wear like a Hawaiian shirt, look, you know, look like you're a beach guy. And you were like, that's not under the sea. That's next to the sea. I was taking it literally. I was taking it literally. Like, do I have to dress up as Sebastian <laughs> from Sebastian. from Little Mermaid or something and start singing? Like, what am I supposed to dress up as? So, so you guys get ready. You both looked super cute. You were wearing like this linen outfit that you had worn for my brother and sister-in-law's wedding yep. um, in Cabo. And I thought I, I thought <laughs> had, it was pretty good. You had your flip flops on. That was the part I didn't like. 
It's 25 it's degrees outside 25 and we're in outside. flip-flops. We're in Chicago and White our daughter feet. has like a little Hawaiian looking dress on and they they head out the door. They head on their way. She is just glowing, so excited. And I get a text message that I I I laughed so hard. I could not stop laughing for 15 minutes. I figured you might when I sent this. And the text message said that you said you were the only person there <laughs> dressed up for the beach. <laughs> all the guys that I had first seen were all in suits. Some were in like full suits. Others were in, you know, dress jacket, you know, sport coat and tie and maybe jeans and dress shoes. So the, the part that got me the most was the dress shoes because I can deal with a sport coat and jeans. I'm like, all right, well, I'm wearing kind of, but the linen outfit I had on was nice. It just wasn't like wearing a suit. But when you compare wingtip shoes to feet and flip-flops and 20, that just doesn't look yeah, good. We did not get the memo that you're not no. supposed to dress up for the theme. Well, in fairness, and I, I didn't text you later, but in fairness, the more people that ended up coming in, there were definitely a few guys that were dressed up or dressed down, however you want to call it. Like um, five? Yeah, definitely not that many, though. I mean, it was the majority of the men that were there, the daddies, were dressed up in coat and tie dress shoes, jeans, and again, some were in full-on suits. So I definitely was not. That's why I was kind of freaking out the whole week. I'm like, I don't want to look like the idiot. <laughs> you did. And I did. You would have looked like a super idiot, though, had you shown up like in a swim Sebastian. Trunks. Well, that's what you said. You said, swim yeah, trunks. show up in swim trunks. And I actually, for like a split second, I thought maybe I should do that. But then, then I thought to myself, I don't want to dress like that in this weather, for instance. I mean, again, we're in Chicago. It's the middle of winter, and they have an under-the-sea dance for the daddy-daughter. I don't know if that's normal or if You've it's because swim they— swim trunks, flippers. Why would you have that Scuba theme? mask. Someone did have a that. floaty Some, There was a, a guy and did his the, daughter. They were dressed look, up like Steve, Scuba Steve from— uh, Did he look confident? Whatever that movie is. Uh, he has a mask on, so <laughs> I couldn't really tell. His daughter looked like she was having fun, but I don't, I think he probably was not. Um, but uh, truth be told, I just kind of, I mean, I went into the dance, into the gymnasium with, you know, and did some dancing with Lillian, our daughter. But most of the time I, I hung out in the hallway and talked to our neighbor who was, I didn't know what else to do technically. And well, I felt like kind of a jerk. When you guys got back and I was putting Lily to bed, she said, how much she loved it. She was so excited. And she said, well, after three more years, I'm moving on to bigger and better things like prom, which I think is a few more years than three years. But anyway, I thought that was super funny. So it just goes to show, like, I think the value of date night and, and of course, any little girl is excited to go out with her dad. But I've just seen where our kids tend to call it a date. Jack will say to me, mom, when are we going to go on a date? Yeah, I've heard him say that. They'll suggest areas to go. And so, you know, it's just, it's kind of cute to see that they are picking up on that. Yeah. And seeing the, the value that it's had in our relationship. But that was pretty funny. I can speak from experience as well that I picked up on that with my parents too. They used to do a date night. I think it was once a week. Certainly, depending on the times and circumstances, they may not be able to do it. But for the most part, I, I'm pretty sure I recall them going on dates uh, once a week as well. And it was usually a Friday or Saturday night and they would get a babysitter for us. And, you know, again, yeah, just similar to our kids. When I was a kid with my siblings, yeah, we, we would have fun with the babysitters and we'd have fun just being on our own at home or whatever. Um, not really consciously thinking about what my parents, what we what they were going out to do. But I think subconsciously it kind of settled in like... So that's what I learned. This is what couples do. This is what happily married couples do. So 
we just kind of, you and I just kind of gravitated that way. I think it's kind of cool to watch from one generation to our generation. And now we're kind of passing it down to our kids' generation that I think you're right. They're picking up on that. And I, th- I think, you know, the overarching theme too, is that it's super important for the kids to see the love that we share for each other. And that date night is, is just a small part of it, but it is, it's a very important part because of how we balance our working lives with our fun lives and just enjoying each other and enjoying being together as a couple. So we hope that you guys feel a little inspiration from this episode and within the next week, maybe find something fun and different that you can do with your significant other and uh, let us know what you wind up doing and how it goes. If you have any suggestions or thoughts for us on some great dates to do. Okay. Well, I think that about wraps it up for this episode. So uh, thanks for listening as always, guys, and uh, just keep looking out for more episodes in the future. Make sure to find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash summerstime podcast. And if you found anything interesting or if you have any good feedback for us in any of our podcasts, feel free to leave some feedback as a comment. And uh, again, thanks for listening. Thank you.